Welcome to the Concast, Comic-Con Africa's official podcast. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the double, the first double digits episode of our podcast, the Concast. Um, holy crap, you guys, we made it to 10 episodes. Whoa. The first of Whoop. many, man. That's exciting. Whoop, 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 whoop. So um, we are kicking it back with the team today. Uh, we're chatting about um, like flipping hell, how much pop culture has changed. Uh, we're all working from home at the moment. And I think that this is, this is something that we've all really been able to ponder over um, in terms of like how we consume pop culture, how pop culture is consumed, all that kind of stuff. And it, it's like, it's really got me thinking, man. Like it has changed so much. And I think that Stephen, for like not to be a dick here, <laughs> but you are the oldest one. So I yeah. think <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to speaking about how pop culture has changed, I'm really keen mm. to to hear what you have to say. So I think let's let's hop into it. Let's first all introduce ourselves. Um, if you could just say hello once I say your name. And then uh, we'll dive right into it. I'm joined by George. How's it, George? Hey, hey. I'm joined by Stephen. How are you doing, Stephen? What's happening? What's happening? And then how's it, T? How are you doing? Thank you so much for joining us. Yay. <laughs> good. I'm awesome. good. I'm good. Hey. Hey. Awesome. So um, I, think, I think let's hop into it. Stephen, I want to know from you about how how you think that um pop culture consumption specifically has changed um over the time where you when when did you even start with pop culture well, i think that's a loaded loaded question this is going to be one long chat yeah um, i'm keen i'm here for it but, i've got um, my water i'm ready oh well, man i know i know most considerably considerably older than um most of you guys here right but um, it's, it really is a lot of question. And I think um, in terms of uh, like the progression, if I can say, or, or the consumption, like you asked, um, I think the, the last maybe 14, 15 months, I think has, uh, has been probably the biggest, the biggest push for pop culture and the biggest um, boom, if we, if we can call it that, um, purely because of on-demand. I think on-demand... Uh, on demand TV has changed has changed the game so much. I mean, what what Netflix and uh, Disney Plus, um, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, um, Amazon Prime, and even YouTube for that for that um, for that matter has um, has definitely positively benefited the industry. I think um, I think if uh, just going back to my my childhood, uh, I never I never really was able to watch stuff online. Or mm. I was never able to even watch stuff on TV, to be honest, because you would have needed a a, 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 a channel. You, need, you would need a channel that we didn't have access to. So, for example, I grew up watching Bop TV, which I don't think most of you guys would, have, would be familiar with. Bop <laughs> uh, TV used to play Conan or um, Captain Planet used to play on Bob TV. And that was that is how, how old this 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 time goes back for me and that was only available between uh possibly like between i think it was between three and five p.m we only had access to the to, to tv from that time 
And other than that, you had you had a uh, you had an open time just before when you hoped that uh, Mnet forgot to switch off uh, the open time, <laughs> and then they cut it five minutes later. So there's there's like that that kind of access that that I grew up limited to, and then obviously just the financial uh, the financial aspect of it. We weren't able to afford comic books for that matter, or we didn't have access to it. I only found out when I was in my mid in my mid twenties that the that comic books still existed in South Africa, purely mm. because we I never grew up with access to it. Um, it's amazing now that uh, obviously it's easier to gain access to it now. So a lot of uh, the, a lot of the younger crowd will be able to access this, and even people of color have access to it now, which is even more amazing. We didn't grow up with we didn't grow up with the accessibility to it. And obviously now we, we we have access to this and it's so so amazing. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of um, even the adaptations. So comic book adaptations are now on Netflix, for example. So now you have access to this, so you can watch the watch these things that you might previously not have had access to. So there's a lot of I think there's a lot of progression that the that the world has made, which has obviously benefited benefited us all. Yeah. Well, there's there's something that I I want to chat to you about what you said. Um, firstly, I think that, you know, with, with every new era or with everything that changes, there's always going to be like, like a shakeup. And I think that one of the big things that I think will inevitably be the next shakeup is like Disney, Hulu, the lots of them need to understand that we're not going to pay for all of those. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. yeah, it's 70 bucks a month, but 70 bucks a month over 10 different platforms, that's 700 Rand. And like the sad mm. part is it's, yeah. is it, it, it's, it's still cheaper than a lot of other media sources. But I mean, yeah. that, that's, that I think will be the next industry shakeup. Mm. That's, I totally agree. I think even in terms of uh, people never had re- really had access to um, internet in, in their homes. And yeah. over the last 15, 15, 15 months, for for example, it has now increased. So fiber to home, I'm, I'm specifically speaking about South Africa as, as a context because we were previously so far behind in, in terms of our access to stuff, in terms of um, our availability to things. Those things are now, we, we, we're sort of catching up. And I know a lot of people... Um, question like the fact that we don't have access to disney plus just yet or you have to alter your ip address so you have to figure something else out um which is why we also posed the question i don't know if you remember in anime month we, we posed the question about um is is piracy positively benefiting the anime industry or negatively impacting the anime industry and it's yeah. such a i mean it, it's a controversial question yes but it's such a it's such an important question to ask the fans mm-hmm. because where how how else would anime have gotten somewhere if it wasn't for only recent access to uh crunchyroll or netflix mm-hmm. these things have only been maybe in south africa for the last two years three years yeah so but people have been pirating um anime for maybe 10 to 15 years in south africa right yeah so it's questions like that that you have to ask yourself. It's like, is it positively benefiting the industry or is it negatively benefiting the industry? It's negatively benefiting the industry maybe from a financial aspect. But from a cover and a marketing perspective, it's getting everywhere. So then yeah. it, it, it plants a seed. So it gives you the seed of anime. So now all of a sudden you will jump onto a Crunchyroll subscription or you'll go and uh, pay a, a subscription because now you've, you, you've, you've, you've caught the bait of your pirated items 
so there's a lot of there's a lot of positive and negative things that are, that I think uh, are mostly positive. Obviously, um, Paris is never never financially good for a company, yeah. but from another, if you look at it from another perspective, it could be financially beneficial as well. Yeah, true. George T, anything to add over there? Yeah. Um. So I completely agree with your points about it being like a double-edged sword for anime. Um, one hundred percent because. Look, there is lost revenue because look, locals, local companies or corporates might not want to pay the rights to an anime if they know everybody's already pirating it. And I think a lot of anime companies did find ways around it uh, in the last 10 years. Some of them get sponsors like PNG and McDonald's and all that kind of thing um, to just put a logo in the intro and in the outro. Um, but yeah, like it would also be the case that they it would be a real win for the industry if there was only licensed merchandise or licensed products so fine watch the show for free for free but if you want an action figure you have you can only get it from a licensed source problem is that um yeah like there's a whole lot of unlicensed merch out there so yeah yeah well i think uh, George, from from my perspective, right, the one thing, the one thing that if we look at it, right, for I I was in uh, I was at the end of primary school when Dragon Ball Z, for example, debuted in South Africa. Everybody was watching it on the same channel. Everybody mm-hmm. was getting it from the same source. But this is like 15, 20 years after the uh, after it was it, it launched and it was live. Mm. So we were so far behind in terms of getting access to that. Dragon Ball Z probably was famous on launch. It didn't mm. take Dragon Ball Z that time to generate the interest. It was famous it, 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 it on, on launch. So it, was, it boomed. But we got access to it so much later. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we were tuning in every day at 4 p.m. waiting for that next episode. Bye. 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 No, no, same. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like the access to it then was a once a week wait. Whereas now I'm sure the bangs got all those downloads from season one. You know what I'm saying? But there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that we can, we can debate about, but I mean, it, the, the, what people want is to watch it now. They don't want to wait. Yeah, that's true. And, 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 and piracy obviously gives them that option. As to, that's, and that's the reason why also piracy is so, so successful. Yeah, that is also true. Like, yeah, man, in South Africa, we usually had that problem of like getting stuff later. Because then I noticed when um, Super Sport brought on WWE, right? Mm-hmm. You get there. We usually used to get like one hour episodes of 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 WWE, right? The first time I actually watched it, mm-hmm. like the full episode, I was so surprised because it went over an hour, and I was like, um, uh, okay, um, what's happening here? And then to actually find out that an episode of WWE, whether it be Raw or SmackDown, lasts for like three hours. And we only used to get like an hour of that. And we usually used to get it like, what, two, three weeks late? Mm. You understand? But yeah. now that we actually have the, like, the direct access, direct link to that, it's just to show you that hey, actually we've come a long way. We've actually come a long way. Mm. But hey, here we are. Moving forward, man. Hey, Thanks. man. You know what? If, if there's one thing I know we were always delayed in is days of our lives. 
I mean, if you guys grew up watching, having to be forced to watch Days of Our Lives. Okay. I yeah. think I think and that that's a Marlena's universal position. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody remembers Evil Devil Marlena. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if, if, to go back to your question, Calvin, about the evolution of pop culture, right? Maybe maybe the Days of Our Lives does fall under pop culture because it was so popular. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you look at that, right? If you're talking about the evolution of of pop culture and the access to it now you can watch on your on your cell phone do you know yeah, yeah. whereas before i knew i had no access to the tv from five to half past six because it was days of life and then both <laughs> and beautiful and then i couldn't watch anything and my mom was gonna bite me in the head if i if i disturbed that and she'd re-watch the omnibus on yeah on, on the weekend oh, yeah. i don't understand which I would in, end up doing with uh, with uh, my stuff at, at the same time. But now you yeah. have access to it on your cell phone, you know, to, or your tablet or your iPad. Just something that I like completely unrelated that I want to touch on with Days of Our Lives. I, so I was, I was watching The Simpsons again quite recently. And I think it's like season 23-ish. They made the jump from like standard definition to high definition. And for some reason, I just always associate that jump with Days of Our Lives because God damn it, whenever they refer to it, they use these crappy ass 1980s versions, but there's like <laughs> just as many seasons in full HD. But I like even that, it's like crazy to think about how like, again, with like pop culture being presented to us, it was like this terrible, like, fuzzy screen mm. vibes and then all of a sudden it was like full hd 4k 60 frames per second yeah. blah 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 mm. blah blah like that's that's also been wild to see mm. Mm. another another thing on like the evolution of pop culture is that don't you think it's kind of funny that we are we're now pop culture like when calvin and i were, were in school it was like nerd you know what are you yeah. doing with those Yu-Gi-Oh cards why are you watching those uh japanese cartoons like you're a big boy now stop playing with toys and now it's like the big boys are going damn that ten thousand rand uh iron man action figure was gonna look so good on my desk or stuff like that um Mm. so that's the main like the main change i'd like to note over the over these 10 years is that nerd culture now is pop culture whereas before yeah. as you said days of our lives and bold and the beautiful that was probably more and the spice girls that was probably more <laughs> what people would go oh, popular culture okay yeah but it's also on that note george i'm so glad that you brought up collectibles because it completely like slipped my mind when i was busy prepping for this but you know it's like collectibles have been have become like so flipping cool man like they used to be really shoddy where it was like it was he-man and it was like in that that like where you could see all the joints and the attachments and whatever Mm -hmm. but that's that's also been something so cool to come out of the last i don't know call it decade decade and a half where it's like collectibles like chef kiss like they look phenomenal now depends which ones you buy well, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends well, on your budget. <laughs> depend- <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the sad, the sad thing is, like if I look at Iron Man, the first movie, the toys that came out with that range, because like obviously saved up for that Iron Man, it, it was like maybe two hundred bucks, and it looked decent. Like the painting was good, um, you know, the colors were movie accurate and all. Um, but now, kind of like the baseline toys that 
come out into toy shops. In my personal opinion, I think they don't look as good anymore. Like the painting is a bit off. Just like the mm. standard like baseline kits, when it some starts getting into like your more high value collectibles, um, where you start paying over a thousand rand for an action figure, then the quality starts to improve. Um, so yeah, I'd say because of those high value action figures, like your standard action figures, I don't know. I I, I just I, I don't vibe with them that much. I, okay. You will still find me in the toy aisle. Calvin, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not something that, that is important to me, right? And just in terms yeah. of the, evol- if, if we want to go back to the evolution of pop culture, right? Is the uh, inclusion of diverse, diversity in True. pop culture. Um, 20, 20 years ago, there, you'd never see a woman, uh, 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 origin movie about a, a female pop culture hero. Yeah, it only just used to be so if, if for that like for or, or even uh, a, a person of color and i always go back to these because it just shows you it and, and it, it, it shows you how people's mind and the perception of of inclusion has changed mm-hmm. or is changing because it's so important to include everybody in this women are never women are never given powerful roles or superhero roles or roles that uh, are world changing or life saving yeah. um uh, wonder woman for for example is uh, was is a huge success same mm. with um captain marvel huge success mm. and the the new the new release of um black widow coming up soon and then in terms of diversity you look at um um black panther being the first black panther is the first superhero of color it's crazy that it took so long but it shows you the evolution of the people behind the comics so now everybody's promoting stuff miles morales yeah. would never have gotten a cartoon before now he yeah. is and he's and his character is now bigger in the in the in the spider-verse you know what i'm saying it's all these inclusion things that for me is the, uh it just shows you how not just the the pop culture itself but the people behind pop culture are changing as well. Mm. Which is so cool. And it's so cool that um, like now there's, it's not to say that it's exclusive for those people, but it, it's so great that people can look up to and be like, this is a toy that looks like me. I can identify with the, this character based on something that I don't need to say, okay, our personalities are similar or whatever. It's like, hey, look, I'm this, this looks like me. That's super cool. I love that. And I, I love... I love, again, speaking about modern pop culture and the evolution of it, I think that having the access to all of that is phenomenal and it's so cool and it's, 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 yeah. I love the, the like interconnectedness of the movies and the world and it's, it's becoming like a really cool reflection of the real world, you know what I mean? Which is so flippin' cool, man. I mean, DC mm. brought Black Lightning, so they brought a retired uh, retired superhero back brought him back from the dead you know what i'm saying they've yeah. even included they've even gone as far as including an older person who would maybe disqualify themselves from being a superhero or including themselves in in, in superhero culture yeah yes it's cool it's, man what's cool is that also like um you know people of color and women are now not just kind of as you said a side character they're actually playing a huge role in that large scale of things within marvel and dc um like wandavision that whole series is the setup for the next 10 years of marvel movies just because of what they're doing there and 
yeah, I think Scarlet Witch was always a very integral part in that story in the comics um, for years. But I think after the 60s, like comics started to change and started to be a bit more inclusive. And now that those more inclusive stories, um, you know, they got their time to shine in, in the comic book forms. They're now coming onto the big screen, which is really awesome to see. Mm. Yeah, Awesome, man. So I want to I want to chat about like we've kind of touched on it, but like the change in quality, and I think that this is a really good uh, segue into that. Um, and and just I think it I don't know how, I don't know how to like I have I have the point in my head, but I don't know how to put it out into into real words. I think I'm I'm talking here about like the quality of storytelling, which has increased so much in many different facets. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that we've realized that we can tell these out of this world stories as like with Rick and Morty, we can really push the boundaries. And that's super exciting about pop culture is that there's still something new to talk about. There's still a new story to be told. There's still a new character to be introduced um, compared to also like um, old series. You know, maybe we can reminisce a little bit about over there. But what what is what is your guys' favorite like? Let's call it modern classic series, whether it's a sitcom or like a Stephen. If you want to face up and tell us it's bold and the beautiful, this is a safe space. <laughs> hey man, I'm never gonna promote this. This is just God as God, my childhood. That's yeah. my childhood. Like, also, I it mean, allowed me one and a half hours to run outside without But I think if there's one thing maybe I can complain about yeah, to, to bring another side of the story is like, I hate it when um, certain aspects of a cartoon are, are pushed for modern. Like I once saw an episode of a three 3D version of um, SpongeBob, and I was just like, "No, man, it's not designed to be like that." Certain mm -hmm. cartoons I grew up with, like if I look at, if I even watch uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now, the 2D vibe of two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made it what it was. The yeah. low, the low graphics made it what it was for me. Uh, mm. Obviously, people uh, might have a different opinion, but I loved watching it as is and the fact that it was then tried it was it was then tried modern didn't really didn't really get me at all maybe the yeah. the, the 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 movies yeah when when they obviously made made the the the, the turtles living in in the more modern city as opposed to the old school city you know like those things obviously i i i, I agree with but when it comes to the the animation i love the old school look of that Old school, yeah. yeah. Like old school, old school. I agree. Bro. Like it, it, and it, it, and Eddie. Yes. That was amazing with the graphics, with like old school graphics. Samurai Jack. Actually, old school cartoon network was the bomb. Dude, I miss that. I miss the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Bungs old school cartoons and my old school cartoons. Probably. <laughs> These old school cartoons are the ones that Steven's busy complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> The bungs no, you surely must love Courage Cardi <laughs> <laughs> So Stephen, one of Yeah, you hop on in, George. Sure. So quick question from you from your guys' perspective. Do you think that like modern cartoons these days have gotten really tame? 
Because like if you take Teen Titans as one example, right? That show when I was a kid was very much geared towards teenagers, young adults. But now Teen Titans Go is definitely geared towards kids. Um, and I just kind of see a few, like on the animation side, like a lot of the stories are becoming a lot more tamed down. Mm. So, yeah. Look, I love me my cartoons, George. I would rather sit down and watch like a good animation rather than a, like live action series. And I agree with you. I do think that a, that a lot of um, cartoons have become a lot more tame. Um, and I think Teen Titans is a phenomenal example because I mean, it, it yeah. dealt with like really, really hectic themes of like love and loss and like all that kind of stuff. And I, I feel like that might've been lost in Teen Titans Go, mm. but I don't know, this is a very unpopular opinion and I'm pretty sure that I'll be slated for it, but I actually quite dig Teen Titans Go for what it's, for what really? it is. You know what I mean? I still think that, um, like it knows it's silly it knows it's mm. stupid it's not yeah. trying to be teen titans it's trying to be teen titans go you know what i mean it's just like mindless stuff to watch it's great yeah. having said that though i don't think that um like good storytelling is lost in the modern era I, you know we still have great ones like um steven universe which tells a phenomenal story we still okay maybe rick and morty is a bit of an, an edge case for this example but i, I do think i think that that's especially found with remakes and trying to reintroduce something to a new audience but hey man if it if teen titans go exposes somebody to the original teen titan series it's done its job it may take five or six years for that person to eventually come around and watch the original teen titans but yeah. hey if they get to see that really cool story that's that's where it's at yeah i, so I also like really e e n t i t a n s t yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, really, I really like the show but I'm, I'm just pointing out that difference is that some shows got a bit tamer yeah yes yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah true. i yeah. think it i think for me it just it just speaks to different different audiences different people different likes different dislikes and i mean for me it's just if if i don't like it i won't even really give my opinion on, uh, about it i just watch what i want to watch yeah you know what i'm saying um day, yeah. like like for me Dude, I could I could do a week long's worth of SpongeBob. Any episode of SpongeBob you could give me, whereas like maybe Teen Titans go not so much for me. You know? But it's really just I mean you have to diversify your content if you're a content creator mm. and yeah. if you're in the industry because and obviously you determine who you speak into. So maybe Teen Titans Go doesn't speak to a diehard Teen Titans fan. But it surely does speak to maybe a younger crowd or mm. an older crowd, mm -hmm. an older crowd for that matter, or maybe even just somebody that wants to pass time. But it, I think the, the determining factor is also who the content is, is directed towards. It doesn't have to be your life. You don't have to enjoy it. I don't mm -hmm. think all content is designed for everybody to enjoy it. Yeah, but in, in it go, going forward with it, I mean, if you look at there's like certain um, game shows on TV that, that are modernized, and changed up like i was i, I watched uh, mental samurai for example it's an old it's an old school game an old school game show but has now been modernized the same with match game match game is from the 60s from the 50s 60s but is now revolutionized with younger or more important or more not more important but more um more relevant. relevant yeah more relevant stars or more relevant individuals 
So maybe for you, that individual wouldn't speak, but then again, for somebody else, it may and may or may not. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, I think on that note, George, one thing um, that I want to add is one of the best reincarnations of like 90s pop culture and I think that that this this actually speaks quite nicely into your point is the Animaniacs. Holy crap! Did you see this in the series last from last year? It was so cool. It was just as raunchy. It was just as great. So I think it can be done. And I definitely think maybe I mean the Animaniacs is groundbreaking in so many ways. So maybe this yeah. is the Animaniacs will rise from the dead and they'll bring back some raunchy-ass cartoons that aren't afraid to make fun of Steven Spielberg, even though he made the series. <laughs> I, think, I think the nice thing about the, the Animaniacs you make is most of the voices are still the, the, the OGs, man. Yes, yes. That's what's important. And uh, I think, obviously, sometimes you don't even notice that the voice has changed or the voice artist behind the voice has changed because they're so good at what they do. But I mean, the fact that you've kept those OGs, man, those are also important in, in, in terms of re, um, reigniting or, or refreshing a brand. Yeah, yeah so true. Yeah, that's true. I just took a look at the clock and we have so much to get through and we are violently running out of time. Um, <laughs> but I guess that that's the, that's the joys of reminiscing, right? I'll talk less, yeah. guys. I'll talk yeah. less, guys. Please go on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that, wasn't, that wasn't a cue, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the, one of the things that I want to chat to you about, and I think that we were kind of um, touching on it, is like personal defining pop culture moments. So pretty much what I just want you to do over here is let's chat favorite movies slash favorite games slash favorite animation, favorite, what it, what is, this is where we get to get to know each other. What is your, what's your favorite movie? I think I'm going to start with George. How, tell us, tell us your favorites of everything. Sure, favorite of everything. That's um, well, as much as you can. It's so hard to pick favorites though in this industry. But so, favorite comics, I would say definitely Batman. Um, I just I like the way the Batman comic. I just like the way they're written, um, and it's definitely like a detective story, story through and through. Um, in terms of movies, um, everything Marvel is putting out recently, well, potentially for the last five years, is excellent. Um, One Division is just crazy good. I, like Loki is insane what they're doing there and setting up the new, uh, you know, the, the new universe. Um, so I think I've answered both like movies and TV series there. Although yeah. when it comes to movies, I will okay. So for TV series, I'm gonna say One Division and Loki at the moment. Uh, for movies, my favorites are always Star Wars and Marvel together now. Um, yeah. But yeah, originally Star Wars. Uh, and then let's see what else is there to cover games. Um, sure, games games are a hard one to actually choose a favorite. But Call of Duty, anything, any shooter actually with a good competitive vibe will get me going um other than that if it's like a storyline based game it's got to have a really excellent story yeah gotta agree with you on um batman batman comics are legit um steven oh man uh uh, it's a a, i think for me my, my my favorite film is definitely um 
Nacho Libre always has been, oh, yeah? always be. Um, just because man, I can I can watch Nacho Libre plenty of times over and over, and I could laugh every single time. I love Jack Black's um, interpretation <laughs> of of Nacho and just the 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 craziness he brings. Um, and then in terms of games, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and say Golden Axe. Um, I grew up with Golden Axe, man, and I would never ever trade any any game for uh, other than yeah. Golden you Axe, man. talking about it last week, I and I was like, um, <laughs> like an arcade game. Which one was it? <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I grew up on old school. I grew up on arcade. Um, three three buttons and a knob. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's with um, uh, five cents, which you guys may not remember. Five cents <laughs> coin. Um, oh. <laughs> so yeah, spending spending five and twenty cents on games, man. Those those, those are the things that I will always always um, remember and cherish. But definitely golden axe for me, man. Yeah. So my friend has a like a, a necklace with a little amulet on it, or oh, an amulet. Amulet? Amulet. Something. I don't know. Amulet. So with the amulets on it. And I was like, shit, I, like, I recognize that, but I can't quite put my finger on what it is. So she was like, have a look again. So I looked again. True as anything, I couldn't even recognize a one cent coin anymore. <laughs> What's scary is that they're making jewelry out of one and two cent coins that are left in circulation and probably selling it for like 500 bucks. I was going to say exactly. <laughs> yeah. One cent for 500 then. Shit, I felt scammed. That was that was that was the first of I'm sure many senior moments that I had. Um, T, you're up. Tell us all your favorites. Um, okay. Well, um, let's see. Um, favorite movies. I think you guys must know that by now because I always say, it. um, John Wick yes. is a man of focus. <laughs> she will. <laughs> 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 before that actually before that i was i used to love uh the matrix the whole like trilogy so you might say i'm a huge keanu reeves fan so as soon as i watched the first john wick i fell in love i watched the second john wick and i was like i am staying here so yeah john wick all three nice. of them actually all three john wick movies are my favorite games i i, I also grew up a cave man well instead of five cents we used 50 cents, Steven. <laughs> Inflation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think we had more buttons. I played with like, I think four to six buttons, right? And my favorite game there, and I think I'm still quite good at it, is uh, King of Fighters. Ooh. Right? And yes, I, I, I played King of Fighters. Uh, growing up, I wouldn't say I was the best in my hood. I wasn't necessarily the best in my hood. But top five, clean. That was nice. Good. Yeah, nice. Wow. 50 cents. Yeah, after school, get there. Just use one fifty cents, man. I'll finish that game for you. And I'll even sign at the end. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, man. So it's John Wick, uh, King of Fighters. To be specific, so it's uh, King of Fighters 2002 Magic Plus. Remember it's going here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, with comics, with comics. Well, um, I wasn't really growing up. I wasn't exposed to comics that much, but there was one comic which um constantly, and it's actually South African, which also made it kind of like, oh wow, super ba 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 strikers. 
<laughs> I used to read that. I read every issue of that of of Super Strikers, man. Like, cause I remember I used to come in. What was it? I think it's the Star newspaper. Yeah. I think well, once once every month, once every month, I think if I'm not mistaken, and I'll always get myself a copy of Super Strikers, and I was so excited when they turned it to like a animated um. Uh, is it a cartoon or what? Yeah. 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 And they did they, a, they did such they a good job. A, uh, and I'm so happy because now I, I walk in at home, like when I'm at home, and I catch my siblings watching Super Strikers. And I'm like, ah, you guys are watching it. I used to read it, my man. Like, <laughs> I, I used to wait. <laughs> I used to wait every single month to get my hands on, on a copy of Super Strikers. And I would lie, that was like really... Uh, that's a highlight of my life, actually. Yeah, personal highlight of my life is Super Strikers, um, King of Fighters, Heroes. Um, when it comes to Heroes, man, I'm I don't really know where to go, bro. I honestly don't know where to go. I I love the Captain America is amazing. Yeah, Hulk is like smash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Honestly speaking, though, if I had to pick out a favorite superhero, it, it definitely it would definitely be Captain America. I mean, he's worthy. Yeah. He's worthy. Yeah, especially that part. That part, like, when you go crazy, I was like, yeah, I knew he was worthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they did Cap justice in, in yeah, the game. Did. It was yeah, so sick. Yeah, because when I saw that part, I was like, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> I, I think from from my side, like hands down, movie wise, it is uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill is my all time favorite movie, and anything by Quentin Tarantino, I just love the fact that he can like take your brain out, completely like give it a massage, hand it back to you, and you're like, whoa, man, wow, Without, yeah, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Yeah, like. <laughs> he literally does that in all his movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, true. There's that with like anime blood squirting everywhere. <laughs> um, comics. I'm also a big um, DC fan. Love, love me my DC universe, but definitely leaning towards Batman, much like you, George. Um, I think one of the first comics that I ever read was The Killing Joke, because I also I think Oof. Stephen like even though I grew up with. Um, like exposure to pop culture. I also very like relatively late in my life learned that comic books were still a thing. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that we have comic book shops. And like, this is so crazy. There was one in Edenville, which we used to go to. Um, we used to like travel to go there. So that was like mind blowing. I probably only have been reading comics for five or six years, plainly because I didn't know about it. Um, and then I think in terms of superheroes, um, Spider-Man, Batman, and Deadpool. Those are my top three. Um, and I really like the way that they're dealing with the Harley Quinn, with like Harley Quinn at the moment, where she's become very independent. She's mm. not like fixed on the Joker. It's, it's really, really cool to see that whole character arc mm. play out. That's been super cool. Um, and then in terms of games, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Um, Titanfall 2, one of my favorite games of all time. It is phenomenal. The new age. Yeah, the new age. But now that we've looked back, I want to look to the future. Put in like some Ausa and we'll look out to the future, right? How do you think, because we've spoken about how pop culture has changed so much, and especially mm -hmm. in the last 15 months, how do you think in a hundred years' time 
we're going to be consuming pop culture. Uh, okay, well, I think I just have an idea on that. I don't know if any, if any of you guys watched, um, what is this, Ready Player One? Yes. You guys watched Ready Player One. Have you seen, uh, like, what is it, the Bulgarian Games or something? Mm-hmm. So mm. that's a, uh, that, that game. Well, we already have virtual reality, but I personally think we are headed there. To like you're very right focus games type of vibes you create an avatar you you are literally in the game yeah and so that's actually vr you got the whole vr situation that's really really true and especially so, like with with nfts and stuff like that imagine like you could buy something an nft and like bring it to your room and put up a poster that'd be really sick but you, you were saying see, i'm so sorry i just just wanted to spot yeah. that in there so yeah so so with with the gaming scene, with the gaming scene, I feel like maybe a hundred years from now, all games will be virtual reality type of games. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, because then when I I, I was very fascinated actually when I uh, the first time I watched that movie actually Ready Player One, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. Imagine you could like not necessarily link your life to a game, but People, that's what people did in that movie, actually, like their whole lives were on the game. Someone will tell you, I've got 10 years worth of winnings. Um, if I lose my, my progress, my life is over type of vibes. But with gaming, because I, with the VR, we already have VR, it's been around for a while now. Surely, 100 years from now, I feel like 100 years even, it's like, yeah, that's a long time. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving them... But 32 50 years please somebody come up with Bulgaria's game <laughs> <laughs> so i can i can kind of also talk to that t so <laughs> it's a huge buzzword in the industry at the moment it's called metaverses and that's basically mm-hmm. what what we're talking about here is so like imagine we made a cross hybrid game between gta 5 and sims just an example and you know in gta 5 there's like a working internet in there so you can search things that pertain to the world within gta 5 now imagine it's an actual internet inside the game and i can go as jordan crossley to like a social media in that world and make posts as my avatar to other avatars in that world Mm. i can let's just say i need someone to help me rob a bank because it's GTA 5, right? I can post, I can go to like their version of Reddit or um, I don't know, Craigslist and be like, yo, Mm -hmm. I need somebody to rob a bank with me and place an ad there. Um, And then there's also careers where people can go, like for instance, we're bank robbers, right? And the money we steal from those fake banks goes into our game account, right? And can Mm -hmm. be exchanged for real value coins or like real value money or something like that it's also the potential for those like game coins let's just say rockstar or gta coins to be traded openly as nfts on bitcoin so all of that stuff's coming within the next five years epic games made an announcement three months ago that they're building a metaverse um google's already pretty much invested facebook's got their horizon project so it's all pretty much leading towards that yeah i see yeah absolutely 
Yeah. I think, oh man, Calvin, as much as the guys are talking about where um, where things will be in 100 years' time, I want to just take a different turn and say, like, I hope the OGs stay, man. I really hope Same. the OGs stay. Like, if, if the, the one thing that, that if you look at it, right, look at the controversy between traditional and digital art, for example. A lot of people now say that um, digital art is not actually art because it's you're not actually... Um, putting your personality into the work, or mm-hmm. it's not an actual brush on a on a page, or it's not a pin on a, pa- a piece of paper. So it's not mm-hmm. actually art. So I mean, if you if we look at the, the that argument, for example, and double it with the, whatever the next stage is, or whatever the next phase is, we'll always have controversy. I mean, we spoke we spoke to the guys at Jupiter's Legacy, Jupiter, Jupiter the, the the new comic Jupiter Invincible. That mm-hmm. that is a new comic which is in, including AR and VR into a comic book. Oh. 20, 30 years ago would never have been thought of. How do mm-hmm. I watch a comic book where a, a horse is running or lightning bolts are, are are striking through my cell phone on a book which is now online, which is also based off a paperback book as well. So there's there's so many <laughs> things you have to there's there's so, many, there's so many realms even in just what I said. Those are four or five different levels of a comic book. Where does it go to next? Is it going to be where I just snap my fingers and that there's something new? Or I can just create a new comic book from my voice? Or just the ease ease of creation will just get easier and easier, which would then make anybody a comic book writer, which would then also make it not so exclusive, but also Mm -hmm. gives everybody the creativity to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas maybe Tabang, for example, can't draw to save his life, would dis- would um, discredit himself from being an artist. But now, because he's great at, power- at Photoshop or, or Creator Studio or something something like that, now he can mm-hmm. create. So yeah. it's also, there's so much to it because it can include people, but also exclude people at the same time. Yeah. Just listening to you guys, like I've had an absolute, like, brain blast because i was thinking about it okay cool so we're busy speaking about 100 years into the future but we actually have some attainable measurement as to what 100 years ago was what it looked like and it's just it's crazy to think about somebody speaking about this in 1921 like the era of gatsby you know what i mean like imagine what they were speaking about and they were like in in a thousand or in a hundred years we're going to be doing this and all of this and i i don't think that they were far off for the most part i think that you know yes it might have been a little bit obscure it might have been a little bit abstract um but i think like the general ideas were still there so i mean using that logic that's extremely exciting what we have to look forward to uh, just before we we chat about a couple other predictions and what we think is going to happen in in the next hundred years this brain chip vibe what's your view on it that you could pop a brain chip in your head you could like visually turn on a comic you could like visually listen to it or like mentally rather listen to a a song watch a movie kind of thing would you guys do that while you think about it i'll 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 swing on in first because i've i've pondered this quite some time um so i personally wouldn't because i really enjoy that like with all the bombardment from entertainment, from electronics, from everything, just that 20 minutes that I wanted to be human. I think that I really appreciate being human when I want to be human. So that's that's my point of view on it. Uh, over to you guys. 
I'll uh, I'll take another stab at that one. Sign yeah. me up, Elon. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm here. Like, <laughs> whatever you want, just wherever you want to put it, just stick it in. No, like seriously, because so everything has become so much more fast paced in our world right now. Um, and honestly, to have something where you can literally just download a skill. Yes, I mean, it does, it does take a lot of the achievement away from like mastering a skill and honing that skill. But like, come on, like just download a kickflip and then bam, pro skater or <laughs> whatever, you know? <laughs> so, and seriously, that's, that's exactly what Elon's chip is doing with its mu muscle memory um, aspects of it. Um, yeah so i mean literally if you wanted to become a pro artist and there's certain little gestures that they do with their hands that you're not quite used to literally just download it um so yeah. yeah that's me just just i just want to quote what the best movie of our time the incredibles where dash says if everybody is special nobody is special so um if everybody is a pro artist there is no such thing as a pro artist if everybody is a pro skater there's no such thing as a pro skater but so just 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 no ewing you're trap carding you there okay but but at the same time who like who cares about the pros when everybody can do it just have fun like if you if you want yeah, to be a pro like it. a pro parkour artist and you want to jump off buildings and not die it's going to take you years before you can get to that stage but literally just download something and start jumping off of buildings or whatever and not die like this so afternoon George's, and have fun george is just in it for the good times let yeah. the good times roll <laughs> to, to, i want to break jordan's bubble just a little bit right yeah George, all I can think about whenever you, with all that you're saying, all that goes through my mind is if there's a, if there's a technology for somebody, gee, there's a hacker for somebody, man. And now somebody's hacking in your brain and wipes all of Jordan out and Jordan is a bitch, <laughs> first of all. And also, your personal software, man. You, how are you going to upgrade your personal? Like, I think just, I just think about... Um, my cell phone provider there is literally an ios 4.1.1.18 point something and now you can't upgrade your software or the wi-fi is down or there's load shedding and now you can't upgrade and then you're just stuck because you can't figure the, the software update do you know what i'm saying it's yeah. easy to maybe add an app on but uh upgrading that homing ios man i would not want to be stuck in a place like that <laughs> so for me no and my second point will also be is that sometimes i don't even know if my brain would be able to upload a movie you know <laughs> like this and then number two there's so much happening in my head yeah i'm i think maybe that movie would have commercial breaks every seven <laughs> minutes <laughs> for example just purely because of how busy my mind is but yeah. um i think Oh, it, it, once again, another controversial topic, and I think they'll, I think there'll always be a 50-50 on this one because, I mean, mm -hmm. we face that with the current pandemic. Are people going to take a vaccine? Are they not going to take a vaccine? They're tired of, of, of lockdown regulations, but they don't want to take a vaccine. So, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll always, um, we'll always be stuck in a 50-50, uh, half, half a dozen of one and six of the other.
Yeah, I could literally, like the whole time, I could hear the ads in your head, Stephen. Are you tired <laughs> of not responding to those emails? Well, get the new email pro with Stephen John, sitting there like, I hate ads so much. <laughs> like, it's literally your own, like it's your own head giving you ads and you're like, My I junk hate mailbox is full, guys. Ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a question. I, yeah, yeah. Blue pill or red pill? <laughs> So just just remind me what they do again, T, because I always get this mixed up. If 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 I'm wrong, please, if I'm wrong, somebody just go on the net and check. I think the blue pill kicks you out of the matrix, right? Yeah. The red pill, you want to stay in the matrix. If you take the red pill, you're just going to wake up in your bed and you totally forgotten about that young conversation you had with Morpheus. Right. Oof. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, um, chip in my head. Nah, I think I think I love being human, but small things like having to um, physically pick a movie. Like, okay, so what are we watching today? Small things like mm -hmm. that, uh, like replying to your emails or skipping an ad, and. Yeah having network problems <laughs> you understand what i mean like it's i i feel like once once we reach that point um bit by bit i don't i well that's my personal opinion but i feel like bit by bit we're gonna be losing our humanity man like it's really the small things that make us human but then if i'm going to have a chip in my head and if i just want to watch a movie i could just like automatically downloaded in my head and then now i'm going to take that image out of here and throw it onto a screen like hmm. what doesn't make us different from the machines man i totally get you i don't know so it looks like it looks like you're you you humans you're think in... you're so special and you think you're so different <laughs> yeah. everybody has mechanistic ways <laughs> so, so George, it looks like you're going for your consultation with Elon all by yourself. I'm so yeah. sorry. It's all right. I'm I'll be is, Iron Man all what, by myself. All, all <laughs> I'm saying is, in Terminator, the machines ended the world. That's all I can say. They started mm, a new world. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, but so, what happened to all the humans? <laughs> small price. So I. Whoa, George, I'm starting to get genuinely concerned. <laughs> Sorry, that was my AI. That wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just want to run through a couple. So now this is this is research. Um, this is research stuff about what the year twenty one sixteen will look like, um, and I just want to fly through this because uh, we are we're running out of time. But I just want to get a simple yes or no from you guys, and if you feel that it's urgent that you elaborate, like let's chat, right? So a look at the future, twenty one sixteen. The future of living, they believe, will have 3D printed houses, exotic power sources, meaning that there's power sources from outside of Earth generating power for Earth, 
uh, obviously bigger buildings which i think is natural cities under the sea cities in a building so if you were to imagine the little graphic that they have over here is like the louvre almost and then like each mm -hmm. tier is a different there's like a like it's a whole city but in a building so if like pretty much what four ways mall is becoming um and then building deeper so instead of going up also going down maybe going down Mm -hmm. Quickly, what are your what are your thoughts on on how we are going to live according to this in twenty one sixteen? Yes, 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 and yes. All of them. Yes to yeah. all of them. Stephen, mm. man, I hope I'm around to see it. First of all, <laughs> it does sound or really maybe cool. or maybe not. Um, <laughs> but I think this of there's going to be obvious changes, and I think if you just look, yeah. Um, a hundred years ago, um, we we were bombing each other. People, we were living in in caves, or or, or however people view view life back then. Everything ultimately will evolutionize, and I think everything will change. I do think we'll always figure out better ways to live, better places to live, if it whether it be on the earth or not. I think uh, we're just a very inquisitive um, species, so I think we'll always always try and figure something out. And we definitely, definitely going to be um, further on. And I think um, sometimes maybe to the detriment of uh, some individuals or some countries for that matter, or from some people, but I think eventually for the greater good in the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. Well, I'm one thing that I'm personally very excited to see coming to life is kind of like the experimentation to get there. I mean, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a sick party when they're like, oh, we've built our first building underground. Like mm. it's it's the tallest building, you know, like there's the, I think it's mm. a mushroom or something like that. That's like the net, one of the largest living plants, but it's like literally like little bits on top. And then it's like this massive thing of like network of roots underneath. I think that it's going to be really exciting to see that. There we go. Um, and also I think, the way that this is going to push architecture, I think that, I mean, there's going mm -hmm. to be some really stunning buildings in the future, even if you look at the last 10 years, how that's changed. So I'm, I'm excited for that. T, thoughts? Uh, uh, yeah, like Stephen said, man, we are bound to change. Stuff is bound to grow. In a sense yeah. like but what I'm waiting for, though, is that car from Back to the Future, man. Hey. And the hoverboards. And those hoverboards, bro. Like... They had that. They had those ideas in the '90s. Do you see that? They had those ideas in the '90s, and I think the future they traveled all the way to 2015, if I'm not mistaken. And I actually think it was 2016. 2015. Yeah. 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because I've watched the movie so many times. But <laughs> in the 90s, trying to play it humble. <laughs> I think it was 2015. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yes, imagine in the 90s, because I think the first one was made in, in in the 80s, right? But in the 90s, they already had that idea of like a hoverboard. Instead of yeah. Like me. I mean, so, it, yeah, it's man. so exciting. Yeah. It's so super exciting, but I'm still waiting for that car though. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Man. I'd like to be up there. Imagine the traffic the up there. Car, he like... says, that car. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, most definitely a hundred years from now, it will be different. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm. we won't be there to to, to witness it. Well, hey, I'll I'll be a, I'll be a cyborg, so. 
because you be AI. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, man, it it is. Yeah, man, we 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 evolve, man. Everything actually does evolve, whether it yeah. be human beings or animals. Even our brains, bro. We we become more creative. We become. We think of more fun ways. You understand? Like from a carriage to a car. You understand what I mean? So true. Yeah. So true. We, we definitely are going to evolve. No. Well, you lot, I've I've really enjoyed this conversation. This has been fun, bouncing yeah. ideas off of how like everything has changed, man. Ch -ch 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 changes. Mm -hmm. Who's that from? Shrek, right? I think it was Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a I few know. movies. Yeah. Well, one of them, any of them. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you lot so much. Um, thank you so much for the chat. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up over there. I think we're all losing daylight. Um, so mm -hmm. we'll we'll call it there. You mm. guys are absolute legends, and thank you so Sweet, much for, for spending time and chatting. Let's see let's see who makes it to 2121. Whoa, 21-21. <laughs> That's so Whoa. sick. Yeah. <laughs> 100 years from now, right? Yeah, yeah 100 yeah. years from now. Awesome. Nah, That's what they said in like 1990. <laughs> yeah. Take you guys in 2019. Whoa. <laughs> 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 nah, cheers, girl. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers guys. Bye. 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 Bye.